Cordano. Cordano. And welcome to this, the Sorry Not In Service podcast. Originally broadcast, but now podcast. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and uh, listeners, and there is broadcasting, if not podcasting, with a bra. <laughs> That's true, William. P. That's true. Uh, <laughs> listeners, um, we've, we've, there's, there's content coming your way. And uh, then we'll speak to you at the end. That's the way it works. The headlines tonight. New jingle mooted as jingle for section mooted to be about things that are mooted to be things. What's this? Tom? Well, I wonder what he's up to. Scopes alive and well, but will you be? Waning lyrical in bombastic return. A great American life brought to life, albeit on the radio. George Osborne's budget pleases some, but others dismayed, as Sorry Not in Service is once again comprehensively not cut. Wake up, baby. <laughs> I'm awake. Don't you worry about it. Ah, lovely sweet cheeks. That's right. So the implication there was that William was talking to me, Simon. Yes, it certainly was. I was speaking to Simon, who is here to mine fright. Uh, if you can't see me, listeners, I'm waving. If you can see him... Hmm. Get out. Get, get out. Um, listeners, this is Sorry Not In Service, the glorious return of the dynamic duo. Yes. Yeah. Is it glorious? But it doesn't feel glorious. No, it feels murky. Doesn't it just? Like being at the bottom of a swamp. Lovely stuff. <laughs> We've all been there. We certainly uh, have. So, listeners, yes, I was away on the last show. William held his own. Um, and uh, then I returned. That was the uh, lesson. Yeah, that. Uh, that, that's ultimately the lesson. Um, I think it went okay. Did it go okay? Do you know what? Did it go okay? Seriously? Please tell me it went okay. I want to hear what it went okay. It went very well. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, and you'll notice that I'm being supportive. You are being surprised. When, when, when I did it, when I did a solo show, you were quite um, damning of it. Um, but I'm going to be the bigger man, uh, and uh, and yes, I'm very supportive of my supportive of my little brother's efforts. I think you're about an inch and a half shorter than me. Uh, the bigger man. Do you see? Do you see? Yes. I see. Do you see it, Simon? Do you see it? Do you see it? Psychologic, emotion, psychologically, the bigger man. Well, a psychologically large man. I don't think you actually are, no. No, okay. You fine. seem to think you're the kind of mental equivalent of Pavarotti. I think I think you just got the ability to transform your mental scale like Christian Bale. I think you did a dreadful job. Excellent. You see the transformation there. And we're back at the bottom of that swamp. Or is it the bottom of the sea? <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> The bottom of the sea. Do you, do you yes, know? I know. I understand now. No, do you understand? Yeah, no, no, like, sea. It seemed a bit far fetched earlier, but now it's sort of all come home to roost. Yeah, now it certainly has. Speaking of coming home to roost, Simon, I can't help but notice that you weren't actually like here last time. I say I can't help but notice, but. I mean, you were here in spirit. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. No, I was here in spirit, but I was not here in body. Mm. And what a body. 
Um, what? A body. <laughs> uh, listeners, and indeed William, uh, for those that are interested, I spent the, uh, la- the, the 6th of March 2015 Ooh, in one. Liverpool. Liverpool? Yes. We've uh, all heard of it. Yes, we have. And uh, I was watching a wonderful pop group called Tune Yards. Tune Yards? Yes, sir. And where do Tune Yards hail from? They hail from America. America? And we'll be hearing more about America later. Uh, and uh, it, it was performed, William, in Liverpool Cathedral, which is a huge building. It's a cathedral. It's a cathedral. You don't get many dinky cathedrals. <laughs> That's true. It's a good point. I hadn't thought about it before I'd said it. Dinkedrals. So, uh, yeah, no, it was, it was at a cathedral. It was a wonderful setting. It was a, it was a wonderful pop concert. And then we spent, Carl and I spent a couple of days in Manchester with Erotica's Duncan Elliot. Duncan Elliot. So, um, no, it was a, a wonderful time had by all. So, um, listeners, it was, it was wonderful. I was in the north of England, <laughs> which is um, very different, Will. Amazing. Very different to the south. Is it actually that different? Is there much the going south. on there? I love the south. It's a lot better, um, isn't it? Yeah, um, no, it's, it's fine. It's uh, colder, certainly. Wetter, mm. certainly. Um, it's a little bit, altogether, it's a bit more third-worldy yeah. than down here. It is a little bit, yeah. Uh, but then, uh, on the plus side, uh, the shopkeepers are always very friendly. Are they always very friendly? Yes. With yes. a whippet and a flap cap? Yes, sir. A flap cap. Flap, flap cap. Jack. With a flapjack and a whippet. Some whipped cream and a flapjack. The shopkeepers in the north are very friendly people. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, last time round, I had an email in subjects which worked for once. You know, probably because everyone was more engaged with me because I was playing good music as opposed to your... I think it was a series of sympathy emails, but carry on. I'm going, to be play. I'm going to be playing that later. <laughs> You're actually going to be playing that one later. Yeah. It's a great track. You should hear the Chemical Brothers Remax. <laughs> great track. Um, anyway, yes. So I thought, I'm going to give another world. Have a good email in subjects. And what better inspiration could there be than the sun? Uh, Not the shoddy newspaper. No, the sun. The earlier on was killed by the moon before rising again. <laughs> So, post-eclipse, wandering into work, annoyingly I missed the actual event itself, although I did get to see the sun looking like it was a poorly drawn moon. Right. And um, there is a lady in work who I'm not going to name, but is, is arguably an idiot. <laughs> in the sense that if there was an argument where somebody suggested she was in any way not an idiot, you could definitely provide many counterpoints. Would you weigh in at that point? I would weigh in at that point. I would weigh into a conversation about her between two total strangers <laughs> and go, by the way, I must add, she's an idiot. FYI. Yeah, you see. Um, and yes, we were discussing the eclipse and she went, oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's happening now, isn't it? I went, yeah, yeah, we had to come into work. Oh, where is it? <laughs> Yeah, precisely. Everyone else reacted like Simon. I reacted like you didn't just say, see, with quite an angry face. Not an angry face, but just, oh, you disgust me. Slightly dismissive face. Yeah, precisely. And so I said, well, the sky. And she went, yes, I know it's happening in the sky, but where? Where the sun is? 
You want to find the sun, and that's where an eclipse is happening. Oh, oh my word. And then, and this is in the middle of Menectafield supermarket, mm -hmm. okay, so not really any idea of really where you are in relation to, say, the sun. Yep. She went, yeah, but can you point at it? And I said, if you're honestly asking me to point at where the sun is going to be, do you think you're going to be able to get outside and orientate yourself in such a way as to observe it? I can't trust you to even reach that. <laughs> she's, uh, she's, she's lovely. She's very nice, but she's. She a listener? Uh, <laughs> Have you thought that through? No, she probably isn't. My subject is uh, what is the most stupid thing <laughs> that you've ever uh, said or seen, or that uh, you've seen somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. <laughs> I just remembered another one. And this will help Mum to identify this person in question. When we went to the solstice a few years back with Mum, mm -hmm. I think we went over, wandered over to Sanglebury's a couple of days later, yes. possibly on the same day. And uh, she, uh, we went, oh, we just come back from the solstice. And she said in response to this exciting news, oh, I wanted to go to that, but they have it really early, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Special, special uh, creature. Listeners, email in studio at tenradio.org or... Sorry, not in service at tenradio.org. Lovely stuff. Or you can go on the website and use the message box, whatever you feel. So it's, so it's what's the stupidest thing you've said, done, seen or heard? Yeah, and I know stupidest is an absolute and I've just offered two options, but there, what do you get? This Fine. is an absolute radio. Boom! It's Ten Radio. Lovely. Here's whatever this button's going to reveal. One, two, three, Numbers four. Lover of love. Yeah! Lover of love. Lover of love. Me! Lover of love. Well, you've had five minutes, Simon. What is the stupidest thing or a stupid thing that you would like to share with our listeners? Well, there's something that, that cropped up um, at the um, FIFA World Cup 2014 in Ooh. Brazil. So I know you're going to switch off at this point, William, because it's a uh, read the F word, i.e. football. There's a new thing that was used in the World Cup uh, called... Um, uh, what was it called? <laughs> football? <laughs> yeah. Go uh, a round ball. Uh, it was um, a vanishing spray. And the idea was that, you know, um, when you have a free kick... There's right. a, there's a, the, the, the defending team set up a wall. Yes. Yep. Okay. okay. Right. Now sometimes in the past these uh, walls would sort of move closer and closer towards the ball but with the referee doesn't look. Oh, threatening. So, not quite. So anyway, the referee in the World Cup sprayed uh, kind of like a shaving foam on the ground in a line to make it clear that that is the ten yard line. They're not allowed to move forward further forward from that. The idea was that. Uh, it would sort of dissipate within 30 seconds so it wouldn't leave any marks on the ground. It was referred to throughout the tournament as vanishing spray. Vanishing spray? With the idea being that it vanishes. Jesus. Right. <laughs> now, one of the a commentator made the mistake of referring to it in one game as imaginary spray. <laughs> imaginary spray? Imaginary spray. That's God, um... the referee's getting a lot of use out of his imaginary spray this evening. <laughs> That's uh, that, that that is quite spectacularly stupid, actually. <laughs> so that's lovely. Yeah, I do. I do quite like that. Listeners, will that help you think of things? Imaginary spray doesn't sound like the kind of thing that would help. Actually, now I've said it out loud. No, no, it doesn't, does it? What might help the listeners think? 
Would it be you and me in the moon? Oh, I've just realised I'm going to play a song that includes the word moon on eclipse day. And you've revealed your buttocks. Here's the magnetic fields. Oh dear. <laughs> William finishing a song with a flourish there. What on earth was that, William? And that was You and Me and the Moon by Magnetic Fields. Well, and they certainly are Magnetic Fields. The pop group. Yes. Yes, yes. We've almost had this conversation before, haven't we? Uh, we've had uh, an email in on the subject of what's the stupidest thing you've ever seen, heard, or done. Or oh, fun other. times. Uh, and I think it's from Mother. And uh, the, um, the email is as such. Somebody saying... The phrase, it's amazing how the hens know when the clocks have changed. The hens? The hens. Quite remarkable. So thank you for that one, Mother. Um, we've got another email, and it says, undelivered mail return to sender. Lovely. So that was, uh, obviously, somebody's made a mistake there. <laughs> what a stupid thing to do. Hey. Uh, I'll tell you what isn't a stupid thing to do, William. What, what's not a stupid thing to do? Find out what Tom's up to. Oh, lovely. What is Tom up up? Now. Hello? Hello, Tom. How's it going? It's good, thank you. Fine. No, no, there's, you? Not, there's not time. There's not time. Tom, what are you up to? I am uh, going through my iTunes, making sure all the words uh, and the, of, in, etc. are not capitalised. Player's gonna play. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Indeed. Bye. Goodbye, Simon. What is Tom up to? Up to now. What a mother-effing guy. What a grammar-allied power. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's on his CV. Yeah, he's a grammar-allied power. Yes, sir. Uh, that's why I employed him. Uh, so, uh, listen, that's what... Did you... Uh, <laughs> well, technically, yes, actually, as I happened. Uh, but that's another story for another day. Um, listeners, keep your emails coming in. Uh, studio at tenradio.org. What's the stupidest thing you've ever seen, said, done, heard, etc.? Thought. Thought. <laughs> <laughs> Eaten. We're going uh, to uh, uh, chuck some pop music at you. Releasing bees is easier than catching them, but neither actually earns money. Facts hold. Oh goodness grief! Good lord, that was that was quite bookie bookie-ish. Uh, that was a uh, yo Latengo, is in yo Latengo. And uh, with their song, uh, Watch Out For Me, Ronnie. And before that was Public Service Broadcasting with Go To The Moon. Uh, now, um, listeners, we are delighted to be uh, introducing you this evening to a brand new feature. Uh, as we delve into the history of some of America's greatest lives. Yeah, they've got a lot. Oh, 
Why didn't he come in there? My name's Trey Munkle. Y'all ready to snuggle up under the old Star Spangle and learn about the men and women folk at the home of the brave? Settle your britches as we learn about great American lives. Ponky Haynes is a name that may not come close to being recognized by all, but to those in the great state of Georgia, those two sets of letters get the men folk pumping their chests, and the lady folk? Well, let's just say the lady folk enjoy thinking about Ponky and letting off some steam to his memory even more. In the fall of 1997, Ponky Haynes took to the air and became the first man to fly a plane across the great state of Georgia. Setting off from Savannah on the west coast, Ponky took his metal bird tube all the way to Columbus on the state border to Alabama. To many folk around that time, he was known as the Birdman of the Skies of the great state of Georgia. To me and my family, He'll always be known as the winged sky brother we never had. So when you look up at the skies and see a plane, think of all Ponky Haynes. It won't be him flying it, but it will give you a good idea of what it was like to see him do so all those years ago. If you're looking at the sky happens to be coinciding with you being in the great state of Georgia, then it will be even more realistic. God bless you, Ponky Haynes. And God bless America. Yes, uh, certainly. That was uh, Thundercat with heartbreaks and setbacks. And before that, William, was the exciting biography of the life and time of Ponky Haynes. Ponky Haynes. Uh, of, uh, of America. American yes, fame. America. So uh, we'll be learning more about great American lives in forthcoming shows, I understand. <laughs> Quite so. Uh, listeners, uh, remember, we're looking for your um, stupid tales. Um <laughs> <laughs> It's referred to as a vestigial tale, Simon, not a stupid tale. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's a vestigial tale. <laughs> Carla calls mine a stupid tale. Does she? Um, we, um, yes, uh, anything stupid that you have heard, seen, read, or done, then we want to hear about it. Studio at tenradio.org, or sorry, not in service, at tenradio.org. I've noticed that last time around I'd received about ten emails at this point, and now you're here. I think the answer was made clear earlier, William, when I referred to them as nothing more than sympathy emails. Uh, we received an ex. Extraordinary, exotic email um, last weekend uh, from a man that we know very well. It's 
What's Tom up to, Tom? Oh, that Tom. That's yes. right, that <laughs> guy. Uh, he made us a wonderful jingle. Jingle for a part of the show that used to happen in the past. Long-term listeners uh, might recall a, uh, a certain little trope that existed in the early days, and uh, amongst our long-term listeners is Mr. Tom Reed, and he sent us this to celebrate the fact. This is being mooted as a... That's being mooted as a... This next song I'm going to play is being mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune of Newsnight. Mooted as a... Mooted as a... Mooted as a... Mooted as a... This one's being mooted as a... That's being mooted as a... It's been mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune to, um, to Blue Peter. Allegedly. 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 And this song has been mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune to Countryfile? You can't spell NFU without misspelling fun. And uh, that was quite nice. What was that, Simon? Uh, that was, was uh, I think it was called A Chip in the Hand, and it was by the pop artist James Pants. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I was going to go with A Chip in the Hand is worth two in the bush, but it's James Pants? Yes, it is. Yes, I James can confirm. Pants. James Pants with, um, I think it's called, yeah, A Chip in the Hand, yeah. From his album. From his album. From <laughs> his album. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Did you spell that? It's quite vowel heavy, I know that much. But uh, yeah, that, that, that's what that was, well. There's a few H's in there and a confusing ampersand. <laughs> and before that, of course, was the wonderful jingle that Tom made us. And I didn't make enough of it, or at least I didn't do a very good job of it. Uh, okay. Tom, thank you so much for your jingle. It really. Uh, yeah. well, can, we, can we hear it again, actually? Because I've yeah, yeah, listened to it actually. quite a few times. And I, I know you have. You kept playing it in the car, Simon. <laughs> um, just a moment, listeners. I'm trying to remember how computers work. Here we ah. go. This is being mooted as a. That's being mooted as a. This next song I'm going to play is being mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune of Newsnight. Mooted as a. Mooted as a. Mooted as a. Mooted as a. This one's being mooted as a. That's being mooted as a. It's been mooted as a potential replacement to the theme tune to um, to Blue Peter. Allegedly. 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 And there is a. Um, Tom did make us a uh, what he's called a 12-inch version, which I think is about uh, three minutes long, really? uh, with a ba- with a sort of bed afterwards. And uh, but I can't get it to play, unfortunately. Oh, that's uh, irksome. Yeah. So maybe we'll, we'll, we'll use that in future. But yes, uh, listeners, if you do find yourself with enough time in, on your hands during your university degree to make us a jingle, then please do send it in. Uh, and uh, you never know, we might end up asking you what the hell you're up to. I don't quite like the idea that we could just start absorbing all the procrastination that happens just to try and fill in the gaps in this show where we're just flanneling. So listeners, next time you're procrastinating, just do stuff for us. Go on. <laughs> Go on. Go on. Do stuff for us. Do one. Do stuff for us. Simon, 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 Simon. That song made you very happy because it fitted in very nicely with your life. Yes. And um, last week, whilst I... Last week fortnight ago when I was desperately trying to cobble together songs mm-hmm. and in my cobbling pot right yes and yes. Uh, I, I stumbled across a song that made me ludicrously happy and I only realised um, I think on the second or third time of listening through it the reason it made me ludicrously happy was because it just fitted in perfectly <laughs> listeners if you want to know what's going on in my head when I'm very 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 happy 
Mm. Somewhere right at the back, yes. there is there is the sound of this song, which I hope you enjoy. There's a river I discovered where the bridges are covered and the fishes on in numbers. What a wonderful place for lovers. The current is faster than the fastest. Grapes aren't raisins yet. Facts hold. Oh, that's a shame. The music broke right at the end. <laughs> Silly old music. Silly old music. It is disappointing when music breaks, isn't it, Simon? Oh, and how. Man alive, and it's horrible when it takes you by surprise when music breaks. Yes, sir. Yeah, or when a link breaks. God, if only there was a way. But could there be a way? He's turned it into a proper link, everybody. He's turned it into a proper link, but you all thought it was broken, but then it got closer. link, but then it was meant. Oh, we've broken it by doing that at the end, didn't we? I don't think there's a way we could have predicted this situation. <laughs> Zodiac signs are an important part of who we are, but astrology is so much more than personality traits. The constant motion of the planets affects our lives in the boardroom, the bedroom, and everywhere in between. From St. Augustine to Russell Grant, many have tried to harness the awesome power of the Zodiac. But one man stands tall above all others and will guide you through the mystical world of this most astronomical of phenomena. Welcome to Horoscopia. Aries. A bath is best taken after strenuous exercise. And marrying the two disciplines can result in a lot of pointless splashing. Despite this, we recommend you continue trying to stop her strangling you. Taurus. The height of good manners would involve ignoring your myriad failings. Concordantly, this horoscope is over. Gemini. Ferris wheels are a great way to gain all the joy of being stuck to a spinning tire without all the palaver of injury. Monday will prove a day to be replete with palaver of a most unferris wheel manner. Cancer. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. And as a direct consequence of this, your apparently thoughtful fruit bowl gift to rich Auntie Maggie may have unfortunate results. Don't cackle too loudly at your own Machiavellian deviousness, lest the wizened crone smell a rat. Leo, summer is just around the corner. So get toned up, slim down to your most physically capable size, get yourself a decent set of running trainers, buy a knife. Summer is just around the corner, 
And she's got the vacant eyes of a wronged psychopath. Virgo, oh my God. You must be like 32 and you're still a Virgo? Don't just wait around. Just get out there. Meet people. Gain their trust. Get in with the cool gang, Virgo. You want to be a Libra? You're really sure you want to be a Libra? Really? Are you sure? Libra. You should try whistling again. That always used to make you happy. Whistling a merry tune as you strolled through the midday sun. A Fred Astaire style cane in your hand. Great days. Scorpio. Rising. Sagittarius. What better use for Wednesday could possibly be made? You'll get so much done in so short a space of time. And all this after such a hectic Tuesday. I reckon you'll have earned that beer with the boys on Thursday. That single beer shared with an entire class of boys using a pipette roll on thursday that's what you will say capricorn you'll buy a monkey on sunday an actual monkey as if it's the most normal thing in the world your very own monkey it will gift you the secret of man's red fire. Don't use it all at once. You can't fall the stars. I know that look in your eyes, Capricorn. You were planning on using the fire all in one place, weren't you? Well, at least let the monkey take the blame. Because you'll have your very own monkey. Aquarius. A misbegotten wretch is actually somebody of accidental birth with no motivation or ability to succeed. The fact that you had the gumption to look it up probably means you are not a complete wretch. Repost to your taunting bully with the ever-reliable expression. I know I am, but what are you, officer? Pisces. I've been racking my brains for ages now, and I know there's a better way to push this whole Pisces brand. So, Pisceseans, on Saturday, we should all just conference call Pisces and see if we can really make a difference. Maybe even get a few more converts to try to get the best star sign award. 
That would show that smug Scorpio git. Radio time. Is that making it to the podcast? Yes, it is. Yeah, that's going to be the backbone of the podcast. Oh, good. So uh, there we are, listeners. That was the, your horoscopes. Uh, do with them what you will. Yeah. And, uh, well, um, they will do to you what they will. Yeah, that's true. That's a better way of putting it. Yeah. Uh, now, listeners, we've got coming up uh, in the next section, I've just realised I've got nothing to say in this link. I, I thought you did. I thought you were going to move into <laughs> no. a feature. No, sir. And then you didn't move into Back the down a bit massively, sir. You really did, didn't you? Yes, sir. Well, tell you what, I'm going to play a bit of pop music. And I tell you what, this is some very exciting pop music. Why? Uh, because this is um, by Tune Yards. <gasps> Who you the, saw? The, 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 the band that I saw uh, in Liverpool. Uh, William, you got a question there? I've got a question, sir. Sir, sir, I've got a question. Um, are they exciting to see live? Yes. Why, why, why? Why are they exciting to see life, sir? Sir, sir, why are they exciting to see life? Because they're fit. Which one do you like the most? <laughs> the girl one. Is there only one girl one? Yeah, Tune Yards is a solo artist. She's wonderful. Uh, yeah, listeners, pump up the volume of your um, music station and um, have a little dance, why not? I know we will be here in the studio. This is Business by Tune Yards. Oh look, I've got an email. It's sat there in my inbox. Let's have a read and see what it says and then do everything it instructs me to. Oh, you f***ing idiot. I'm junk mail. I'm gonna screw you over. Take you for every penny you're worth, you f***ing puppet. Uh, what do you think I am, genuine? Uh, you must be f***ing joking, you doting twat. Send us your bank details. Send us your bank details indeed, listeners. Uh, we've got, um, I've, I've got some junk mail that I received, Will. Traditional junk mail. Trad junk, I call it. Trad junk. Yes, and I was emailed during the week uh, some, uh, some, some other junk. Ooh, intriguing. Uh, hello. Hello. This is to inform you that your email address has been selected and approved as a grant beneficiary of Queen Elizabeth Foundation UK. Good Lord. I know. What's the approval process? Wasn't I excited when I saw that? I don't know what the process is, but I've... Um, it's been approved anyway. Oh, that's good. Uh, so there we are. So that's good. Uh, this is due to global economic meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was nearly done. I thought we were getting. I thought it was just Greece that was an issue now. No, sir. No, no sir. Actually, it's still going on. Still going on. Still and up, that yeah, is the reason strong. why my email has been selected for oh, the Queen Elizabeth Foundation. Global economic Do meltdown. Shall I read that first paragraph again? Yeah, let's let's recap that. Hello. This is to inform you that your email address has been selected and approved as a grant beneficiary of Queen Elizabeth Foundation UK. This is due to the global economic meltdown. Queen Elizabeth Foundation UK? Yes. Have you heard anything more British than that? <laughs> I, think I, I think I understand, Will, why, uh, why the, glo the global economic meltdown is still going on. And that's yeah. cleared up in the next paragraph. Mm. Uh, you've been awarded a grant sum of $3.5 billion. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah, that'll Dollars. be it. Uh, <laughs> Pound, my mistake, okay. my mistake. Uh, yeah, three and a half million, billion dollars. 
Pounds. Pounds. <laughs> so, that's right, William. Three and a half billion pounds. <laughs> it's quite significant when you're dealing with those kind of figures. Yeah, again, that might all lead towards the global economic meltdown if nobody can tell the difference anymore. It does sound like a contributing factor. <laughs> Congratulations from the entire staff of Queen Elizabeth Foundation. And okay. it is our hope that you will appreciate our kind gesture and judiciously spend this grant. What? <laughs> Oh, that's a strong hope. I mean, maybe your name just comes across as ludicrously trustworthy. You know, he's put his initials into his email address. <laughs> that's a trustworthy person. That's a businessman. That's a guy who's going to use three and a half billion pounds judiciously. Yeah, most judiciously. And hopefully it won't affect the global economic meltdown. Yeah, this isn't going on ketamine and guns or anything. <laughs> no, judicious what? use. And prostitutes. Oh, not going to be spending it on that. Uh, the um, the second bit of um, fun information that I received was from our very own father. What? Well, well, hang on. Dad sent us. Dad sent sending da out junk mail. Yes, yes, but it's it's special sort of junk mail. It's it's um, okay. It's some instructions for their new vacuum cleaner. What? Mm. This does not sound like junk mail. This is pushing the bounds. Of well, the I know, but it's it's got a similar sort of tone to it. Okay, it's fine. Will it's fine. It's fine. It came via email. Okay. He sent it via email, so there we are. Oh, hang on, he sent it... Uh, yeah. Vacuum cleaner instruction manual for the Welco V100. Welco. In the first section, product characteristics. Oh. Number one. With special inner part, this vacuum cleaner is of better filter effect. Especially good for sucking up ash or dust. As opposed to the external part <laughs> of the vacuum cleaner. Yes, sir. Right, okay. Number two. <laughs> By this special metal tube, it can suck up cold ash, iron chippings, scrap glass, and some more which couldn't easily be sucked up by ordinary vacuum cleaner. <laughs> scrap. Scrap glass. Scrap, <laughs> scrap glass. <laughs> Playing at the Cotley Brewery, six pound five pound concession. Number three. <laughs> this is possibly my favourite. Number three, the product characteristics, okay? Mm -hmm. With blowing function, it can meet different demands <laughs> to the sucking function. That's sucking function. Um, yeah, so the blowing function will do a different thing to the sucking one. That's good to know. I, that does always throw me. Why am I distributing scrap glass all over my house? What could possibly be awry? <laughs> To a bin for a bit. I've just found a fantastic new way to deal with burglars. Blow function! <laughs> Scrap glass in the face. Alright, <laughs> um, it is with dry motor. Cannot be used for sucking up water. And it is assembled protect valve. Can avoid the motor being burnt due to too hot. Well, it's got a valve so that the motor doesn't burn due to being too hot. But how does the valve prevent that from happening? Special. <laughs> It is equal to ordinary vacuum cleaner. It collects dust a lot. <laughs> I, quite like that. I quite like that. Ultimately, the message of that was that basically the same. Vacuum cleaner is a vacuum cleaner. What do you expect? It's from Welco. The fifth of five product characteristics. Welco. It is equal to ordinary vacuum cleaner, comma, it collects dust a lot. <laughs> Quite a lot. <laughs> Safety instruction lot number two. Oh, lovely. Don't use machine in the combustible and explosive place. Because <laughs> <laughs> the motor get too hot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Oh, this is still in the safety instructions. <laughs> Number seven, keep machine away from strong sunlight and high temperature place in case plastic distorting. <laughs> Number nine, do not immerse the barrel cap into water or wash by water in case water goes into electrofarious parts and cause <laughs> person injury. The correct way to, should be immerse the dishcloth, fir dishcloth firstly, then tweak it to be dry. Finally, wipe the dirty part gently. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure this is all for a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> it does have multi multiple purposes. That's and the final true. bit I want to read from this wonderful pamphlet Amazing. is um, the operation section. Lovely. Okay, well, operation. Yeah, operation, it has got one point. No, well, there's two points technically, okay? Operation. Okay. Insert the plug into the supply socket. Good, a supply socket. Press switch button, the machine begin to work. <laughs> the operation section there for Dad's new Hoover. The operation section. Plug it in and press go. <laughs> the machine begin to work. The machine begin to work. <laughs> it's got multiple the, functions. The Welco CV100 there. I really like the blow function. I'm really getting behind <laughs> the, the, the spare glass. The, the scrap glass. The scrap glass, yeah. What was the rest of the list? Home filings? Or? Uh, cold... Suck up cold ash, iron chippings, <laughs> scrap glass, and some more. Iron chippings? Mm. Who's carving iron? <laughs> the same man who would buy the Welco One CV100. Dad. Anyway, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. It's the kind of person who carves iron. This program is sponsored by the Welco CV100. It is equal to ordinary vacuum cleaner. It collect dust a lot. Lionel Richie's favourite book, film and hobby is To Kill a Mockingbird. Fact Hold! That was, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are coming to the end of Sorry Not In Service. Boo! And, uh, yay! And I think, um, balance there on Lovely. 10 Radio. And I think it's time that we, uh, well, we found out what we've learnt this evening. Ooh. that uh, Simon's just seeing a dusty old pop band in Liverpool and thinks that Lady Tuneyard is fixed. We also learned that I am a psychological Pavarotti. And uh, we found out that nobody really cares to remember stupid encounters. We also learned that the Welco 100 can both suck and blow scrap glass when plugged in. And finally, we left you with information that Sorinos in Service is a profit from procrastination organisation. That's what we've learned tonight on Sorry Not in Service. That's right, listeners. So uh, we are going to be saying goodnight now. Uh, good night. Good night. Closing the show. We hope you've learnt your lesson. That was the podcast. That literally came out of nowhere. And by nowhere, I mean Wibbleisker. <laughs> That's right, listeners. And uh, you're very welcome. Send your flowers to the usual address. Yes. Um, listeners, we'll be back in a fortnight, which we believe will be the 3rd of April. We do believe it. Even if it isn't. Yeah. Even if it's proved that that's not possible. Having said it, we now believe. We it. definitely we'll believe. violently defend that belief. <laughs> That's right. Yep, we're the ISIS of West Somerset. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's staying in. <laughs> <laughs>
And uh, we will speak to you then, if not before, brackets, i.e. if you know us in real life. Which you do. Bye. Bye.